0: Welcome to Hachazik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Hello, my sweetest friends. Welcome to to our daily mitzvah sharem. We are up to day number one hundred seven here in our Leiman as we continue to chapter nineteen, all about the different aspects and elements of Chassidus we discussed in previous lessons and wrapped up the what of Chassidus. So, action Chassidus, indeed Chassidus in action. What are the things that a Chassid does? Previously, we wrapped up the manner in which a Chassid acts. So, how not just what he does, but how he does it. And by today, we are going to begin discussing chasidus in intent, and how that plays out to be a chassid in our intentions, in our kavana. What's the proper kavana that a chasid has when doing all the things that a chassid does, that a Jew does? V'nei. Ba'ar n'wad We've discussed previously until now, like I just said, the parts of chasidus that have to do with the what, the things that we do and the how, the manner in which we do them. Nevarata Kavana. Now we're going to discuss the intent, the kavana, that we should be having when performing these good deeds previously earlier in chapter 16 when we were talking about tara the meat of tara if you remember we discussed the ideas of the shema and, and the shema went at length to describe the difference between the for its own sake meaning for the sake of hashem for some ulterior motive so that is going to show us how that was one element of kavana and the type of kavana that he is supposed to have but he's going to show that this Kavana of, of chasid, their Kavana, is, is, is a level above even the idea of doing something in the Shema, as was laid out in chapter 16. So we're going to start this section of Chassidus in intent, talking about what it means to perform the mitzvos for Hashem's cup for the sake of Hashem's honor. That's one element of, of the intent of Hasid when when doing his actions. It's certainly true. Someone that wants to do his service of Hashem with a pure heart and soul before the Creator. So that they can merit to sit among the Hasidim, the upstanding individuals, people sit in front of Hashem. Like we say in Tehillim in Devin Hashem one thing I ask of Hashem, that's the thing I want. I want to sit in the house of Hashem all the days of, Hashem, all the days of my life. To bask, to behold the sweetness, the pleasantness of Hashem, and to frequently visit His Heichal, sanctuary. So if that that sounds great, right? Someone wants to be among Hasidim, be among the great ones, be among Hashem Himself, be able to bask in Hashem's glory, and also to receive the reward that is due to someone that lives a proper life in this world to receive that reward in the, in the next world. So you hear that someone say, "Oh, that's 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 my driving force in life. Everything I do is with that in mind." Sounds pretty good. You can't say that that's an evil intent; that's not bad. You can't say also. That's the perfect. That's the, the optimal, optimal way of 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 intending and, and being motivated. The, the optimal intent, the optimal motivation. Because the this person is talking about himself. He's saying, I want to be in the heichal Hashem. I want to be a chassid. I want to be a talmud I want to bask in Hashem's glory. Right? It's a tovah asma. It's his own benefit. So, 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 it's for himself. Which means, by the way, even these high majregas someone can be osik in kavanas and Yehudim and Shemos, whatever, Kabbalah, all this stuff, and they can they can be tasting, uh, you know, something very, very deep, something mystical, something spiritual, something holy, something divine, something transcendent. But if it's about, I want to feel that, I want to experience that, I want to see that, I want to taste that, I want to be a person that does that, so that's still not the optimal intent, the best possible intention that someone can have, because it's still the so he wants it for himself. So then what is considered the proper intent? What is the true intent that a chassid achieves and focuses on in order to to reach true chassidus chassidus including even in intent not just in action and in how we do it but in our intentions and what we do. He is someone that does this to Hashem purely for the sake of Hashem's honor. He wants to increase, magnify, amplify, promote Hashem's honor in the world. That's it. Beginning and end. That's all we want. So again, thinking back what we spoke about in Tara, about the Shema, the L'shma. There, the focus was more about remove yourself from the equation. And the Shema means doing it because Hashem wants you to do it. That was the level of intent that we discussed by Tyra. Purify your intent, your motivation to clean yourself out from all your personal motivations, your selfish intent. So that's all that's left is I'm doing this purely for the sake of Hashem because He wants me to do this. It's the will of God. That's an amazing mitzvah. That's that's a tara. That's someone that's tara. Here, by is talking about something even above that. Not only have you removed your own intentions, but you've added and you focus on the intention specifically and only and solely for the honor of Hashem. You want to amplify and increase the kavod Hashem in this world. That's the intent of a chassid. This certainly happens. After someone has developed an intense love, like we discussed previously in in the Chasidus, a real love for Hashem, and as a result of this love, this person desires, craves, runs after the magnification of Hashem's honor, and is distressed over anyone that diminishes Hashem's honor. Like we were discussing by uh, someone that's an O of Hashem, that you love Hashem so much, you can't stand seeing someone do something against Hashem. We discussed that in previous lessons. For only then, when someone reaches this level of love, to the point where all they want to do is magnify Hashem's honor, and and they they it's hard for them; it's they get distressed when they see a has- the opposite of Hashem's honor, or a diminishing of Hashem's honor. Only then can he perform his service of Hashem for the, this goal. Why should the be so that at the very least, from his end, the honor of Hashem will be increased? And he'll desire that all the people should be acting and thinking in the similar way. And it's be very painful for him. And agonizing when he sees people diminishing Hashem's honor. And certainly it's very painful for him to realize that he himself has diminished Hashem's honor for any reason, whether it's unintentionally, whether he was forced to do it, or because he's a human being and we, we're, we're weak. We have, uh, like we've we've been discussing for for months we have we are physical by nature we're drawn to uh, Taivas and, and the physicality by nature so you know so no one's perfect people mess up that'll be painful for him even if he if he himself is uh, the cause of Hashem's um, dishonor for sure that would be painful for him no matter what the reason that brought him to, to to bring that that dishonor about and also like we said I think I already spoke that out but on the account that it's very difficult to, him to serve Hashem perfectly without sinning ever, right? Like we see in Kolas. Right. There's no such thing as a person. For there is no man so wholly righteous on earth that he always does good and ever since. The Torah wasn't given to... We aren't malachim. We aren't malachim. People sin. It's um. It's the reality of life. So this person reaches a, such a level of, of love of Hashem that they can't stand seeing anyone else. It's so painful to see anyone else dishonor Hashem bring Hashem's kavod down, even the slightest amount in this world, certainly if they themselves are the source of that dishonor, of that diminishing of Hashem's kavod, they can't stand it. Even if that is a result of their own sin, again, how can they sin? They're a We're human beings, people sin. But there was be'aruhu, be'aruhu that, Chazal clarified this in Tanah Debel Yo, when they say, in the time of Eliyahu Rabbah and the, the mention over there, Amru they said, "Any Talmud Chacham, a sage in Klal Yisrael, with true understanding of the Torah, who al kavod shalach kadosh baruch hu kol yamav, and who agonizes all his life over the any any sort of diminishing of of the kavod of Hashem or the diminishing of the kavod of Klal Yisrael." You see, he's putting Hashem and Klal Yisrael together here, which is very interesting. umeitzer hamikdash. He also longs for the Yerushalayim, the building of the Beis HaMikdash, and He's distressed over the the, the lack of Kova that Yerushalayim and the Beis Hamikdash are currently receiving. Galus v'la she titzmach galios, and he's very anxious of, of waiting for for the geula to come finally, so we can have all all the the, the galios, the exiles, be, be brought together into Yerushalayim erkadash. For someone that does all these things, he merits that his words are full of ruach kodesh, divine inspiration. Wow, beautiful. So we see, therefore, that this is the greatest intent someone can have. It's the furthest possible thing from any personal benefit. And it is entirely focused on the K'vod Hashem and, and increasing His honor which is sanctified, how? By us doing the will of Hashem through his Torah and mitzvahs. About this is what it says in Zohar, Who is a chasid? One who acts with chesed towards his creator. What does it mean chesed? Hashem doesn't need a chased, Hashem isn't lacking anything. So the note on the bottom of here explained, as many of you are probably thinking already, Hashem created the world with a system that he wanted us to, to follow a certain way of life in order to be made to, f- to benefit us. That is his desire. So when we live a life according to that will, we are doing the actions, living the lifestyle that Hashem wants from us in order for us to benefit, we are fulfilling Hashem's desire. And that is a chesed to Hashem. Because all we're doing is this because Hashem wants it. Hashem wants us to do this for his honor. We're doing this for his honor. It's, it's a chesed for him. He created a system that we have the ability to bring him honor and and live a very incredible life, which ultimately is a massive nice benefit for us. But that's not our intent. Our intent is purely for his honor. But that's the system which i created. And we are doing a chesed, fulfilling his desire, doing things that bring, for the purpose of solely bringing him honor, which again, ultimately does benefit us immensely, which is his His, his will, deepest will. Got it? Beautiful. So just to wrap things up here, so Maisa, one of my favorite mice I heard many years ago from my Rabbi Rishol Steinwartzel at Mishmar, in Yeshiva Shash of Thursday nights. For those of you who are in Forak feel free to go there. Eleven thirty, I think it starts these days. Back then it started at midnight. Uh you read us a door, so we have to make it a little earlier. Uh eleven thirty, Rabbi Sol Steinwartsel. Amazing experience, amazing Torah, amazing Nagunim. Highly recommended. So he shared a mice there, which which speaks very much to this idea. He said, uh Simcha of Persischa, he used to call himself Blinder Bonham. He had, he had a, I think he was blind or his eyesight was very bad. And he was sitting with this chassidim and he asked them, he said, Hashem came to you and he offered you an option. He said, listen, um, Bonim, if you want, I can change you with Avram Vinu, switch places. So you would have been Avram and Vinu and Avram Vinu would have been you. So you would have been the one to, you know, realize, you know, there's, there's, there's a king here, there's, there's a melech in the, in the palace. You would have been, you would have been the, the father of cholesterol the number one at the very top, to realize that the, the original amount of Theist. Ah, you, you could be that person, and Avinu would be Bonim, the unbelievable Chassid, whatever that, that, that you are. So he asked, so he asked the, the, the Chassidim, if, if Hashem came to you and offered you do that same deal, what would you, what would you do? Would you take the opportunity and, and become Avinu? That's probably amazing to, to be able to to be Avinu Avram, Avram and do what he did, experience what he experienced, see what he saw. So he said to his Hasidim, he said, he said, I wouldn't take the deal a second. What, what does Hashem gain from me taking that deal? At the end of the day, there's still one Avram Avinu and one Blinder Bonum, right? For Hashem. So I would be the one to be the Avram and Avram would be the one to be the Blinder Bonum? Hashem doesn't get anything from that. All I care about, Bl- the Rebunim is expressing to his Salvinim. All I care about is the honor of Hashem. So I'm the one to do it first. He's the one to do it. What's a big deal. You know, this 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 plays itself out in many many different ways when it comes to our, what it's Hashem. We should never chas look at another person and and like you know diminish or, or look down or or try to chop the opportunity from them to do so. Any sort of mitzvah. The fact that someone has the opportunity, let's say, to help someone else, even though you wanted to help that person, that person took that away from you, let's say, or somehow ended up helping the person, and now you can't help them. If this is bringing honor to Hashem, that's a, a year isn't helping another year. It's, it's happening. Give al-dick. I'm happy to. I'm happy to. Someone, you, you know, you someone wanted to donate something to a shul, get their, you know, Lilo nishmas, whatever it is, do something for, do some good in a community and someone else hops it. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, Gidner are helping Gidden, are helping Gidden, It's a beautiful thing. At the end of the day, if it's bringing honor to Hashem, do I need to be the one to do it? A chassid would say no. A chassid would say, if Hashem's honor is being increased, that is all I care about, whether it's me doing it, whether it's the next guy doing it, doesn't make a difference. That's what a chasid truly is. An intent. So halavai, we should be zuchah, to reach this level of chasitis an intent that every single thing that we do is purely for the sake of quote Shemayim. And we should we should reach such a level of love of Hashem that not only is everything that we do purely for the sake of quote Shemayim, but anything that we see that is anti, that is against, that is a diminishment of Hashem's kavod, it should bother us. Again, what we do with that is, is a question. And that we discussed in previous lessons, how to check ourselves and make sure that we, we if we act upon that feeling, it's, it's coming from the right place. But to reach such a level, and, and maybe even to a point where our our words are, are full of have a wonderful day. You have been listening to a Sheer by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily Sheer, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.